Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, mm. starting with our first topic today. Now brace yourselves. This might get you uh, slightly concerned mm-hmm. and make you a little uncomfortable. Yeah. A Japanese customer has accused a Thai masseur of attempted rape in Bangkok. Mm. Now, a Japanese woman took to Twitter to share a story that her Thai masseur attempted to rape her while providing a service at a massage parlor near Kaosan Road in Bangkok. The female shop owner defended her male employee, telling police that inserting a finger into a woman's private part is part of the service. A Thai Twitter user translated the Japanese victim's post and shared it on Twitter yesterday, June 12th, two days ago, actually. The 23-year-old Japanese woman revealed that she visited the massage shop, later identified as Tong O Massage Shop on Rambutri Road near Kaosan with her Chinese boyfriend in February. At the shop, the couple were offered separate services. A Thai masseur, allegedly named Kun Mai, was assigned to provide a service for her. Suddenly, while performing the massage, the man sexually assaulted her by putting his finger into her private part. She was shocked and screamed for help. She then contacted officers from Shanasong Crown Police Station. After two hours passed, no officers arrived at the scene, so she managed to drag the masseur to Shanasong Crown Police Station, which, only f- which was only 500 meters away from the incident scene. Mm-hmm. According to the victim, the police did not question the masseur in her presence. They talked to... Uh, him privately uh, the man returned and shouted at the alleged victim saying it was her fault shockingly the shop owner defended the masseur's actions stating that putting a finger into the private part was part of the massage process the shop owner even dared the victim to demonstrate how the man sexually assaulted her to convince her and the police uh, that the service is normal now the japanese woman did not give up and reported the assault to the thai embassy police officers urged her to visit the police station again the next day however the police station was closed when she arrived arrived the next day and uh, obviously the woman uh, distressed uh, uh, even commented that the idea of reporting a crime to the police only works in Japan not Thailand even if you are raped or killed you have to take care of yourself be careful everyone she said the victim added that the other staff members did not doubt her claim um, and did not seem shocked Mm. Uh, as if it was a common practice at this massage shop. Uh. Uh, one Thai Twitter commented on the post that her female friend was uh, raped at a massage shop in Thailand. The shop looked very credible and luxurious, but could not guarantee the safety of customers. Now, an update has yet to be provided by the police. The Thai embassy or the massage shop will keep you updated on this story mm. on the tiger.com. Yeah. Well, the, the little consent would be nice Yeah. Uh, before you know entering me. <laughs> well, not even. I mean, yeah. shocking story. It I is mean, truly like. I don't know. But the the audacity of the shop owner to be like, this is part of the service, yeah, unless <laughs> unless they advertise as some shady massage parlor. Why would anyone think that's part of the service? I don't know. Especially since she's going to the shop with her boyfriend. <laughs> what I, a, I already got a guy, dude. I don't what need a strange. <laughs> yeah, dude. Situation. No, terrible though. Like, so I hope she. Is okay, and I hope that uh, this shop. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Let's move on from that one. All right, we're gonna move on (laughs) to our next story. This is Uh, a ride of deceit. Oh yeah. Wait, is that me? I thought that was you. No, I thought you were joking when you said that. (laughs) I think you're a ride of deceit. You do that joke all the time, dude. So that that's on you. (laughs) 
One second, let me Shame. find it again. I thought I was doing the fatal or whatever. Or go one on. It's it's one of those GMTs. Tan's not yeah, here. We'll do it. Jason's off the rails. I don't even have the story. Where is the Alex story? Alex doesn't even have the story. <laughs> even though he was the one who sent the story. I did? Oh, I found it. Sorry, we're good. We're good. I'm good. All right. What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, so uh, Bangkok police arrested another bad boy taxi driver who stole over 1.2 million baht from a Japanese passenger while the victim fell asleep during the journey. This is one of the far too many to mention stories concerning Bangkok taxi drivers who continue to undermine the good name of Thailand with their scams, schemes, and stealing. The theft occurred in the early morning of uh, Thursday, June 8th. The 40-year-old Japanese businessman named uh, Kunamo Hiroshi reported to Tonglo police station officers that he fell victim to a taxi driver thief. He explained that he took a pink taxi car from the Asok neighborhood of Bangkok to the Sukhumvit area. However, the taxi driver unexpectedly pulled over and insisted Hiroshi switch to another taxi car. Hiroshi complied and transferred to another taxi. He then fell asleep until arriving at his destination and later discovered that his belongings had disappeared, including a Rolex watch worth 1 million baht, an iPhone 14 Pro Max worth 40,000 baht, a MacBook worth 60,000 baht, and a credit card. Hiroshi later received messages from a bank that his credit card was used yesterday, June 12th, in the Bang Kun Tian neighborhood of Bangkok. So he asked his Thai friend, 43-year-old Kun Jan Jamnian, to accompany him to the police station. After the investigation of the credit card usage, officers from Bang Kun Tian police station successfully tracked down and apprehended the thieving taxi driver, identified as 45-year-old Kun Sirachai, at his residence on Soi Ekachai 40 in the Bangbon district of Bangkok. All of the stolen assets were retrieved, except the watch which was pawned at a nearby pawn shop. The pink and white taxi car with a registration plate number that Sirachai used to commit the crime was parked in the area. According to the police report, Sirachai was previously arrested for drug-related offenses at Bukalo and Bang Kun Tian police stations in 2012 and 2015. He was taken to Tonglor police station for further, in, for further prosecution processes. Cool. Yeah, so the thief was caught, tracked down. Like, man, he... Dude, he got away with a lot. Yeah. And then he used the credit card. Like, that's how they that's how they catch you. <laughs> like, yeah. Ah, but it's a good thing that thieves are usually not the smartest in the in the bunch. Exactly. Happy ending. All right. Hmm. We're going to move on to our next story. Uh, and uh, on a much more brighter note, mm. Thailand's tourism has rebounded with 11.4 million visitors mm -hmm. to the country. Thailand has experienced a surge in foreign tourist arrivals with 11.4 million visitors recorded from January to June 11th, according to a statement released by the Ministry of Tourism and Sports. This figure has already surpassed the total number of tourists in 2022, which reached 11.15 million overall. The statement also revealed that tourist spending during this period amounted to 472 billion baht. The significant increase in tourist arrivals demonstrates a positive trend for Thailand's tourism industry, which has been severely impacted by COVID-19. The country has implemented various measures to revive the sector, including the reopening of borders, easing traveling restrictions, and promoting domestic tourism. In addition to the boost in visitor numbers, the substantial tourist spending of 472 billion baht highlights a vital role tourism plays in Thailand's economy. The industry contributes significantly to the country's GDP, creating employment opportunities and supporting local businesses. With the successful vaccination rollout in many countries and the easing of travel restrictions, it is expected that Thailand's tourism sector will continue to recover in the coming months. The country's efforts to attract more visitors and stimulate the economy are likely to be further bolstered by international events such as the upcoming Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in November. 
Mm. The rapid rebound in Thailand's tourism uh, industry is an encouraging sign for other countries that have been similarly affected by the pandy as the global situation continues to improve it is hoped that the tourism sector worldwide will experience a resurgence providing a much needed boost to economies and local communities hmm. uh, how many times we do these kinds of stories <laughs> tourism is a booming in thailand yeah i think yeah it's almost like old news but it's always nice to hear that it's recovering because it's it is so important of to the course. overall entire economy yeah it's cool What's next? Good on you, tourism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to uh, our next story, which is uh, our unfortunately recording electrical supply. Yeah, and a little political, too. So this one's interesting. So uh, Mayawadi has experienced a significant impact on its electricity supply after Thailand's Provincial Electricity Authority ceased providing power on June 6th, following the expiration of a contract with the Myanmar government. While the border in the Mysot district of Tak remains open for people in cargo, the electricity cut has had varying effects on different groups within Mayawadi. Chinese investors in Mayawadi, with their large complexes, have been largely unaffected by the electricity cut as they rely on their own generators for power. Tongchai Manisorn, owner of Border Pier 23 in Banwankyo of Tombon Mai Pa in Mysot, noted that these buildings remained illuminated at night as usual. In contrast, ordinary households in Mayawadi have been hit hard by the lack of electricity. Mobile phone networks have been disconnected. The residents have resorted to using ice to preserve fresh food due to non-functioning refrigerators. Wealthier families have purchased their own genera generators, while those with fewer resources have pulled their money to buy shared generators. The demand for generators and ice in Mayawadi has led to increased sales in Mysot, with some generators becoming temporarily unavailable and buyers having to wait days for supplies from other provinces in Thailand. As for mobile phone service, Mayawadi residents using Thai providers in border areas covered by Thai networks have been able to maintain their connections. There are no, or quote, there are no significant impacts on the new town zone of Chinese people because they can afford generators for their buildings. Since the power stoppage in Thailand, they depend on their generators. From the Thai side, their buildings are seen illuminated every night as usual. Now, in related news, Thailand's Provincial Electro Electricity Authority has discontinued the electricity supply to two Myanmar border towns that have been witnessing significant illicit investments from groups of Chinese entrepreneurs. Yeah, this is funny because electricity buying across borders, Thailand supplying power to Myanmar, and then Myanmar stop paying the bill. Yeah. Um, what do you do, right? Like, it's it's terrible for these people, but these things cost money. So, well, tough for Myanmar. I hope they can get that together. Mm. All right. Well, and especially Myanmar and Thailand mm. have a fairly good relationship. Yeah. That that whole Muay Thai thing, was that with Cambodia or Myanmar? Which one? The one that the I went Kun to? Khmer. Khmer, ah, so Cambodia. Yeah, that's Cambodia. Yeah, yeah. Cambodia. I apologize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Myanmar's just very enough. Look, hey, mm -hmm. I, I think like any electricity bill, they give you what thirty days, sixty <laughs> days to pay up, and if you don't, they cut it. So why would it be any different for countries? Yeah. It's just Myanmar is very politically unstable right now, and yeah. it's, this is showing their lack of ability to provide for their people. True, get it together, Myanmar. Okay, all right. Right. Well, we're going to move on to our uh, next story, which is an mm -hmm. unfortunate fatal shooting after an ex-husband attacks a woman with debts. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
Now, police in Nongrea Konkan were alerted to a fatal shooting of a Thai man and the injury of a woman at a shop in the Chorek subdistrict. A 58-year-old man was found dead, identified as the ex-husband of the injured 48-year-old woman. Upon investigation, the injured woman, recently discharged from the hospital and still bearing wounds from a knife attack, recounted the events that unfolded with a 10-year-old daughter by her side. According to the woman, her former husband, whom she had separated from more than 10 years ago, frequently started stalking her ever since he suspected she had a new romantic partner. The ex-husband had already moved on and started a new family, but remained fixated on his former wife's life. On the day of the fatal shooting incident, the man confronted the woman and her new partner, resulting in a heated argument. The ex-husband used a belated weapon to attack the new partner and also injured the woman. The new partner in self-defense drew his legally registered 9mm pistol and fired two rounds at the attacker who died at the scene. The woman further explained that the altercation was an act of self-defense as her ex-husband had threatened her with a knife. He, had she not intervened, she could have been killed. Mm-hmm. Besides, their young daughter was also present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a crazy story to me when I saw that. Um, well, mm-hmm. it doesn't end there. Additionally, oh. she is burdened with debts stemming from loans taken from relatives yeah. amounting to 150,000 baht and debts occurred by her ex-husband by the government savings bank totaling to 300,000 baht. She had no choice but to borrow her over 500,000 baht to cope with the repayments. Law enforcement officials have detained the gunman seizing the weapon as evidence and are processing the case on the charge of intentional murder. The firearm has been confirmed as legally registered. Mm-hmm. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Um, That's what you got. I the mean, story. well, no. First of all, this is a great. I, it's an interesting story to me because, like, usually these stories, we hear the stalker does the murder yeah. and yeah. then he's arrested. And in this case, you know, the victims mm. survived. And well, uh, you know, it's interesting to see that they're actually charging him for intentional I saw murder. That too. So I wonder what cause they have uh, that made them. You know, to do just, that, yeah, to right? Decide him to charge for that, but yeah. uh, I, I guess you know more investigations will take yeah, place, yeah. and they'll they'll make a final decision mm-hmm. on that. We'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna end the show on a high today, and uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. be talking about people being kind-hearted. Indeed, it's nice. Yeah. So the gut-wrenching struggle of a four-year-old girl and her 68-year-old blind grandmother in the Isan province of the uh, Buriram tugged on the nation's heartstrings, leading the good people of Thailand to dig deep into their pockets and donate one million baht to help the family. A Thai teacher uh, named Kun Aum took to social media to seek aid for her four-year-old student, Toy. Aum shared videos on TikTok featuring Toy with her blind grandmother. Uh, Kun Sao. Despite her young age, Toy managed all the household chores, including washing clothes, doing dishes, and even assisting her grandmother with the cooking. Aum spoke to Kausad after the videos went viral, revealing that Toy attends Ban Makam Tanatuan Kindergarten, where Aum serves as her class teacher. Each day, Toy's grandmother, Sao, accompanies her to school and makes her way back home despite her blindness. The school's policy encourages teachers to visit students' homes, providing Aum with an opportunity to meet Toy at her residence. Aum said that she was speechless when she saw the conditions of Toy's house. There were holes in the roof. The house had a floor of dirt and a wooden bench that the two used as a bed. Aum said, quote, Toy's grandmother told me that she uses a mat cover, uh, a, a mat to cover Toy when it's raining. I could not ignore them. Toy is a very lovely at school. She cannot afford food and snacks like her other friends, but she never cried for them. She sometimes asked for snacks from me, and I shared them with her. She never plays with her school friends during lunch breaks. Instead, she would come to me and help me clean the classroom. 
According to Aum, Toy's parents are or Toy's parents are working in the eastern province of Rayong, but they have never made contact with or provided financial support for Toy and her grandmother. Sal earns 1,400 baht per month from the government's disabled and elderly allowance. Sal explained that they mostly ate omelets with rice. Toy used to tell her that the that she could eat rice with salt if they could not afford anything else. Aum disclosed that her friends and followers on Facebook donated money of 20,000 baht to Toy after watching the videos, so she handed the money over to them. Kun Sao was crying hard when she received the money. The latest update on Kausad re revealed that the total donation had now exceeded 1 million baht. After Sao learned about the money, she urged the relevant government department to announce that the money was more than enough and to close the donation. Aum also mentioned that someone contacted her via Facebook, expressing a willingness to care for Toy until she completed her bachelor's degree. However, Aum has yet to engage in detailed discussions with the individual. The provincial administrative department would also renovate their house with a supporting budget of 180,000 baht. Wow. Um, what a lovely story, man. What a, yeah, I mean. It shows the power of the yeah, internet, right? Like, this is like one person started, all right, let's get course. a little money for her, yeah. and then, blah, like, the internet what responded. A, yeah, I mean, amazing story, amazing kid, man. Yeah, dude. Man. Like, the, the ability to do that and not complain and just live live life and accept it at that such a young age, mm. the maturity, the the responsibility is uh, amazing to watch and it's unfortunate that you know her parents are not there to support but mm -hmm. forgetting about that like you know the grandma with uh her her what mm. niece is it uh not granddaughter sorry granddaughter yeah uh is um that's all they need well they're being taken care of yeah now. That, it's great to see that the people nice. came together and mm -hmm. helped them out yeah lovely story cool and on a high note and on a high note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's uh, uh, all the stories we have today for you. Uh, you can find more on thetiger.com. For now, we're done. We will see you tomorrow morning again. Until then, see you. Take care.